0: This is your host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned in to Biofuels Daily. It is Monday, March 2nd. A photon checks into a hotel and is asked if he needs any help with luggage. He replies, nope, I am traveling light. Now to today's top stories. Our first story today comes out of Thailand. In Thailand, advanced biochemical has boosted production of bio-based epichlorohydrin- at its Map to Foot facility by 20,000 metric tons per year. Process optimizations were employed to bring the site's total annual capacity to 120,000 metric tons. The addition of recycling technology has also lowered waste generation, the company says. We are grateful to the Industrial Estate Authority of Thailand who granted permission for this capacity increase at our plant, Masaki Takahashi, Managing Director at Advanced Biochemicals said in a press statement, We provide the most sustainable ECH on the market, and demand for it continues to grow. We are glad that we can continue to serve downstream users around the globe who are committed to sustainability. Advanced Biochemical is a wholly owned subsidiary of Viney Thai. Thai, Our second story of the day comes out of California. In California, beverage giant PepsiCo is trialing the use of molded pulp material to replace the plastic rings used in distribution of six packs. The company will replace the plastic rings on 7.5 ounce packages of Pepsi and Sierra Mist for four weeks in the Sacramento area. While the traditional plastic rings are recyclable, the molded pulp replacements are recyclable, compostable, and biodegradable. This test is just one of many that will ultimately help us scale solutions to achieve these goals. Emily Silver, Vice President of Innovation and Marketing Capabilities at PepsiCo, Beverages North America told Food Navigator USA. In Sacramento, we will be testing for benefits and drawbacks of each option, including functionality. It's important that the functionality of the options are at parity with our current plastic six-pack rings. The insights we gain from this market test will be used to inform our long-term strategy. Our third and final story of the day comes out of the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, researchers at Wageningen University and Research have harvested the first beans from experiments with the cultivation of string beans on artificial Martian and lunar soil. What makes this experiment so special is that part of the crop is fertilized with human urine in the form of struvite. A total of 60 pots were filled with artificial lunar and Martian soil, as well as controlled samples of normal earth or potting soil. The pots were filled with either 250 grams of potting soil or 750 grams of Fake lunar or Martian soil, and 250 grams of water. In half the pots, 15 grams of struvite was added. The struvite was obtained from wastewater purification installments in western Amsterdam, Den Bosch, and Kuigik. In each pot, three beans were planted. For more than one be- if more than one bean sprouted, the smaller beans were removed from the pot after two weeks, leaving just one plant per pot. The plants are automatically watered daily and kept under greenhouse conditions with a pleasant 20 degree temperature during the daytime and 18 degrees at night. If there is insufficient daylight, lamps are switched on. The experiment is designed to research the possibilities of feeding future inhabitants of the Moon or Mars with locally grown crops. Scientist Uyghur Weimlich Link af- said that after a few experiments, we now know how to do this but simply getting plants to grow is not enough we need to use urine and feces produced by astronauts to fertilize the plants during the experiment the length of the, the length of the plants was monitored soon the length of the plants started to vary showing that crops planted in potting soil and lunar soil stimulant sim- with struvite experienced the strongest growth says Waelink the martian plants with struvite showed a lag in their growth, which was surprising as their growth started out as more promising than the lunar plants. With lengths of no more than 25 centimeters, the plants that went without struvite clearly showed the poorest growth. So let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and remember to always go green.